Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience. Welcome back to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks brought to you by Cannabis and Tech Today and our title sponsor, PolyScience. We are at MJ Biz and we're in the PolyScience booth and we're lucky enough to have another fantastic guest, Tyler Williams. Tyler, you've got a great title. You tell me your company and your title. Yeah, so I'm CEO of ASI. Um, we're a food safety auditing company and we own a, the first accredited certification program for cannabis called CSQ. So I've been hearing a lot of buzz about how the food industry or the cannabis industry is starting to follow the standards of the food industry because what we put in our bodies obviously is regulated. Kind of walk us through that evolution. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it kind of all started back in 2018. Uh, the state of Florida actually implemented some requirements that uh, these cannabis, uh, the medical cannabis companies in the state of Florida had to get certified to a food safety standard. Well, at the time, no food safety standard would let us certify cannabis companies. Right. So what we did was see that there was a need for, in the industry. Um, obviously, people are making edibles. They're making pharmaceutical products if it's, if it's medical grade. They're making dietary supplements. So we took our experience from working in those industries and brought it into the cannabis space. And it, it, how needed is this? Because we've gone from like my buddy making brownies and just throwing weed into it to... This is a full-blown industry, right? Absolutely, and, and exactly that, right? We're taking the industry from the illicit market to a legitimate industry, and, and this is the, the natural evolution of that. So we're making sure that not only are products safe for consumers, they have good quality, they're consistent, um, the dosing is correct. So all of those things are important, while uh, you know, 10 years ago, it, it wasn't as important. You were looking for a product that get that got you high. Right. And nowadays it's, it's all about, you know, oh, I want to take the right amount uh, of this product to get the right amount of high, or I want to take this product for a certain reason. So making sure that we're producing safe and quality products. And having CSQ, I, I didn't even know this, this, in my trip to Vegas this year, I've learned more words strung together that I've never heard before. Cannabis recalls. I didn't know people had cannabis around long enough to recall it. Yes. But CSQ can help with cannabis recalls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And our goal is to prevent them from happening in the first place. So that's that's our goal. So the idea is if you get certified to CSQ, you're operating at the highest level possible. You're making sure your products are safe. And you're less likely to have a recall to begin with if, if you are certified. However, if you do happen to have an incident and have a recall, well, you have the processes in place to make sure that it's mitigated so there's less people being affected by uh, that incident that caused that recall. So I, 
what is a cannabis re- it's just I, I'm sort yeah. of focused on that right now what makes someone recall cannabis because it's people sell it and buy it you know we keep can't keep staying on this it can't stay on the shelves yeah. right yeah yeah no it you know basically it could be anything from uh, mold issues it could be bacteria issues it could be quality issues it could be uh, heavy metals there's there's hundreds of things that can make a recall happen and it, it's all around consumer safety now some states will recall products for uh, what I call uh, state requirements, if you will. So things like labeling issues. So it is the label being wrong. It's it's supposed to be 20% THC and it's labeled as 18% THC. Is that going to kill a consumer? No, but you've you've disobeyed the rules of the state, and so they're going to make you recall the product. So there's there's recalls that are uh, concerned to public health, right. and then there's recalls that are really just um, nuances that somebody didn't follow the regulations correctly. In California, it was 90% had to deal with HLV. Yes, yes, you're right. Explain Hop latent virus. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a big issue going on in California, and it's also not only affecting California, but other states where they're getting their seeds from California, or maybe getting clones from California. So it is of concern. Again, it's not something that's going to affect the public health of the consumer. So it's not a top top priority, but it is affecting the plants themselves and the 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 way they grow and how much they produce. So essentially, it's just worse for the producer or the grower uh, if they get that disease in their facility because there's a, a there's a bunch of remediation. You're going to have to destroy plants, a lot of revenue being wasted. Right. So um, from in that sense, that that's more of a internal issue that's not a public health risk. So while it is a uh, an issue and it is a priority. Uh, it's not something severe as let's say you're selling uh, cookies that have salmonella in it, right? right? You deserve a choice in your growing media. With VitaWool, you finally have one. VitaWool plugs, blocks, and slabs are made from 70% recycled content here in North America and give you the precision and control you always get from your growing media with the customer service you've never gotten. See why more growers are switching to VitaWool. Get a spec sheet and join the movement at vidawool.com. You'd think this would be a fantastic thing in the evolution of cannabis, right? Making sure everyone's safe, making sure it's pure. Is there a pushback? Uh, I wouldn't say there's a pushback. I think there's a delay. So we've seen initially, you know, we got into the industry in 2018 who really got on board first and who we kind of targeted after and for good reasons was the MSOs. Um, they were the ones that were had the biggest quality budgets. They were the ones that were, hey, FDA is going to regulate us at some point, so let's prepare. Um, and so it's kind of starting to trickle down from the MSOs to the, the smaller and medium-sized companies. And it's not necessarily that the industry is pushing back. I think every everyone agrees that it's important and that we should have these things in place. But it's more so what's the priority? And a lot of times, unfortunately, safety and quality is not a priority for the senior management. So a lot of my job is educating senior management on, hey, this is the reason why you should implement it. And sometimes we have to say things like, hey, yeah, this can reduce your waste too. So here's your ROI right off the bat. So it's it's get, putting some monetary value to getting certified to implementing these procedures and things like that. Our title sponsor, PolyScience, uh, they're ISO certified. Yeah. 19,001 or 14,000. Yeah. And it's an, an ungodly process. Yeah. But what it does is a standard of quality to the environment and a promise to the customer. Is that what you want with this is when you see that? Exactly. And right now there's no, there's, there's five states that actually require third-party audits. So, um, but outside of that, it's really voluntary. 
So we're kind of in this state now where we're trying to have everyone self-regulate themselves and use it as a marketing tool, right? So just like PolyScience is going to promote the hell out of being ISO certified, that's how every cannabis company should do it. At least in the beginning, eventually everyone's going to be certified and it's not going to be a marketing (laughs) tool anymore, but it's something that Mm. they should be doing anyways. And and now it's, it's the ones that are getting certified have a competitive advantage over those that who don't. What is the future for this, for your company, and what do you want to see happen? Our biggest thing is working with the regulators and trying to uh, educate them. So right now, obviously, everyone's talking about FDA rescheduling and and legalization federally coming around the corner, whether that's two years, five years, ten years. (laughs) We know it's coming. (laughs) Um, And so what we're trying to do is is get everyone to kind of self-regulate and um, be on good terms with the FDA when they come in. Um, so they're not over-regulating the industry sure. and that's what we don't want because then that means the small like mom and pop shops can no longer afford, they have a huge barrier of entry into the market and we don't want that. We were having the conversation at dinner last night that no one wants to buy Kirkland brand cannabis. Exactly. That's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here's my toilet paper. Here's my pound of Kirkland. Yeah. Here's my grapes. Well, this is really exciting. I mean, it's, it seems like it has to happen if this industry is going to grow, yep. continue to grow, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said earlier, it's a natural evolution. So um, if, if we don't start acting as an industry in the right way by doing what we're supposed to do, making sure consumers are safe, making sure our products are high quality, then like I said, the FDA is going to come in and step in and, and say, OK, well, we're going to regulate this like a pharmaceutical. And I don't think the industry wants that. Nobody wants that. How do you, Give us some background. We've been talking about the company, but how did you get into this? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I started in the food industry. So I have my master's in food safety uh, and my certi- certificate in international food law. So I have a long history in, in food, uh, dietary supplements. And so it's kind of, you know, and, and I'm a cannabis user. So it's kind of marrying the two. So my passion, my work passion and my private passion and why not make it work together? Um, and we, like I said, in 2018, we had uh, a lot of clients coming to us from the medical market in Florida. And we realized that nobody was doing what we were doing now. Um, and so there's still really nobody doing what we're doing. Um, and so it's, it's kind of cool to be on the forefront of that and really helping these companies um, meet expectations of consumers. And how do people reach out to you? How do they contact you guys? Um, you can go to the website, uh, asifood.com, or you can reach out to me via email, twilliams at asifood.com. Um, and uh, yeah, we, you know. That's, well, that's <laughs> awesome. Every time a CEO gives their actual email, just business inquiries. Yes. Nothing else. He <laughs> no doesn't sales. want no I'm pictures tired of, of cats <laughs> or any of the other type of picture. <laughs> business inquiries. Yeah. Well, I think it's fantastic. It's it's great to be here at MJ Biz because you meet thought leaders and people That's who right. are, are are moving the industry forward. So thank you for taking the time. Is there anything else we should talk about? Because I feel like we could be there here for hours. We could probably talk about some really hot, high level safety and quality issues. But well, uh, give us one. Throw something at us. Come on. What? I want to hear it. Uh, I may not understand it, but our viewers will. <laughs> yes. Let's see. What can we talk about? Maybe um, the fact that people are making edibles and not following uh, FDA guidelines for, for food safety. Um, so that's an issue that we're seeing in, in a lot. So if, I'll give you an example. Yeah. In the state of Missouri, uh, my home state, uh, in the regulations, all the infusers in the state are required to follow the FDA's rules for food safety but the FDA can't audit these facilities. Huh. 
Do you see the conundrum yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so okay. they're given regulations to follow, but nobody's verifying that they're following them. And the state regulators are not trained food safety inspectors. So when they go into these facilities, they're not looking at those things. They're making sure that, hey, your name's not on the side of the building. Hey, your labels match what's supposed to be here in the state. They're not looking for those nuances like, hey, are employees wearing the proper PPE? Uh, are employees washing their hands before they touch things? Uh, those kind yeah. of simple things, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot going on in the industry. And there's it's you'd be surprised at some of the, the facilities that I've seen. Well, it brings up like a follow-up that popped into my head is not knocking on our government, but will the FDA actually ever be ready to do this and train the people properly? <sighs> yes. So the FDA could. Right. Uh, their excuse right now is that they don't have enough resources, which I agree. Yeah. Uh, in the food industry alone, they're supposed to audit every uh, food facility every three years. That doesn't happen. No. So, which is why there's companies like mine that exist. To, so there's a good public and private relationship now with, with uh, companies like mine and the FDA on the food side. And we're trying to do the same on the, the cannabis side, right? Right. They're not going to be able to inspect every single cannabis facility. It's impossible. Not with the resources that they have. So let's have a public-private partnership to make it work. It's almost like they need you. This is impossible otherwise. Exactly. Well, right on. Well, it's so cool. And again, thank you. It's it's yeah. best thing about MJ Biz, other than the after parties, <laughs> uh, is meeting folks like yourself. So thank you for being on the show. Um, I'm David Wallach. This is Cannabis and Tech Today, Cannabis Tech Talks. Check us out on social media. Follow us on all of the podcast channels. And we'll see you next time.